Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Penalty Box on KCOU 88.1 FM. I am, as I am every week, your producer and host, Jack Nolan. Joined alongside me is my partner in crime, Peter Camp. Peter, how you doing? You know, I'm, I'm hanging in there. Yeah? I'm hanging in there so far. How's, uh, how's finals time oh, been treating you? it's kicking my butt. <laughs> Honestly. I have to say same there. Yeah. Um, and in other news... Uh, our special guest, which usually only joins us for the penalty box segment, we're audibling this week. We will have our guest on for the entire segment, and this week's special guest is Nick Swanson. Yay. Nick, how you doing? Howdy, howdy, how y'all doing? You know, we're good, we're good. Um, Nick, why don't you tell the people what shows people can also find you on in KCOU? Uh, every Saturday night, 10 p.m. Central Time, it is unfiltered on KCOU. That is our not safe for work, safe harbor show where we just kind of sit around, mess around, talk about whatever, and yell at each other for a good hour and a half. <laughs> Sounds very productive. Yep. Yeah, I've heard I've heard a couple episodes there. Oh, yeah. They're, I'll never forget the Kenny and Peyton episode. Yeah. That one is up there. Oh, They're, don't even get me started. <laughs> They're entertaining. <laughs> Shout out Kenny and Peyton if you guys are listening. But um, we are going to start out in the NFL, guys. Um it was a it was an interesting week, week thirteen, some a few upsets, a few, you know, games we're gonna talk about. We're gonna start, however, with a bit of a comeback in the NFC North with the Detroit Lions handing the Chicago Bears their seventh, yes, seventh loss of the season. After starting five and one, the Bears are now five and seven. They lost thirty thirty four to thirty to the Lions. Peter, Nick, what happened in this game? Nick, do you wanna go first? Sure. Let the guests go um, first. I will, I will do my best to refrain from my usual radio talk. But the Bears lost. This is their sixth straight loss. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they have shown that they are a fraudulent team whose luck has run out. I said it on my show. I said that it would continue and that the Lions would pull it away because the Bears are just bad. Like, they, they completely fall apart late in games, and that's why they've lost the last however many. And this team somehow is still in position to make a late playoff push. Mm-hmm. No idea how, but this game did not surprise me at all. I had the Lions going. I knew the offense would be bad, but this defense, in this entire uh, six-game losing streak that they've been on, have just fallen apart, honestly. they Chicago's been a team... Uh, especially at the beginning of the year, they were known for being the team that would always stayed in the game. Their defense always played well, and then their offense somehow, some way, pulled something out of their butts at the end of the game. But this time around, it seems like just this defense is tired, and they know their offense isn't going to do anything. So it's just like what Nick said, this team is completely falling apart from the seams. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Um, this is actually the first time all season that the Bears have allowed... Oh, sorry. No, I... Read that wrong. Um, this is the first time all season they've scored over 30 points, and they still lost. Um, that was kind of the narrative at the beginning of the year that, you know, I guess there was one other time. They beat the Falcons and scored exactly 30. Mm. And they did it again, and this time lost. And so the whole thing was at the beginning of the season, you know, like you said, Peter, they were a team that relied on their defense, didn't have to score that many points, and could still win football games. And, yeah, it's just it's just all gone wrong. So what you know, needs to change first and Everything. foremost. Is it, just, is it just, but like what would go first? Obviously, you know, a rebuild maybe should be underway, but should it be, you know, the GM, the coach, 
some should it start somewhere higher up? Should they just you know tank and try and get draft picks? I guess they're kind of already doing a pretty good job of that. But mm-hmm. you know what needs to what needs to change in the organization in the coaching staff maybe. Your you... DC needs to be the first one to go. I think that's. I think you can make a case, not a very strong one, but you can make a case to keep, uh, keep Nagy, but Pagano has got to go, mm-hmm. because he, you've seen, every week the defense get worse and worse and worse, and poor play calling, just unable to do anything to stop opposing offenses. So I think he's going to be the first one to go, and then you'd have to assume it would be Nagy. Peter? Um, I think if you're going to rebuild a team, it's going to have to start from the top down. I don't know if Pace is really – I kind of want to see what he does one more year with a, with a draft pick because the Bears, I don't see them making that late playoff push into the playoffs, but I want to see what he does this year. I don't Nagy, you brought Nagy in as an offensive-minded coach, and his offense has been one of the worst in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if keeping him around would be the best option, in my opinion. But defensively, I mean, it, they just have to rebuild offensively. I know a lot of their offensive linemen have either, have either dealt with COVID or with injuries, so that's not really you know the big issue. But I think you know what's going to happen with uh, Robinson this year. Uh, quarterback situation definitely needs a change. But, uh, yeah, I also agree that in these last few games, this defense has not played up to the caliber that they're supposed to be, and I think Pagano needs to go. But I also think there needs to be a change, especially at the head coaching job. I think now you should go. All right. Calls for the coaching staff of the Bears to be replaced from the lads in the studio. Um, Moving on, Nick, I will let you go first again on this game because I know – it uh, is pretty near and dear to your heart this year. The Cleveland Browns um, are now 9-3 and three on the year, firmly in a playoff position in the AFC. Um, they defeated the Titans 41-35. to um, Nick, what, what has happened in Cleveland? How on earth is this team 9-3? and three? Are we living in a backwards land? What is, what is going on in Cleveland? This is, this is the first time the Browns have had a winning season since 2007. Remember, this- remember Derek Anderson? Yep. Oh yeah, the last he- the last quarterback to start for a winning Browns team. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That should have been Knowlton trivia. Oh. Uh, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't know that. It could have been Swanson trivia. Oh, I would have known. Swanson would have known it. <laughs> I, I wrote about this like two days ago. But yeah, this team seems to be legit. This could be the first Browns team since 2002 to make the playoffs. Um, you've got Baker Mayfield, who has looked better over the last couple weeks now that Stefanski's running more play action that is the best version of Baker Mayfield there ever has been and ever will be and they're just letting the offense flow around him he had I think it was three touchdown passes in the first half he had three or four in the first half he was two away from tying the single game touchdown record for the Cleveland Browns and was three away from tying the NFL record but obviously that's a lot of points to right. make up. But the team looked really good. It was kind of scary in the second half as the defense seemed to fall apart. But you're missing key players like Ronnie Harrison, Grant Delpit. Uh, I don't think Greedy Williams played this week. But it was it was a rough game to watch. 
So a rough game, you know, scoring 41 points and still winning is considered a rough game for the Browns this year? Yes. No, all... If you look over the Browns' last couple of games, they've all been rough games. Granted, they've won a couple of them. Yeah, 27 to 25 to the Jaguars, mm-hmm. 22 to 17 over the Eagles, you a 10 to 7 win over 10 the Texans. 7 win. Even though that win looks looks a lot closer than it was because Nick yeah. Chubb did go down at the one yard line, then they just kneeled it out. Oh, I remember that. But this team hasn't played great over the last couple weeks, but this game. This this is this was the make or break game, right? Because with this, since they won this game, they are virtually locked in the playoffs, assuming they don't lose to either the Giants or the Jets. So, what chances do you give them in the playoffs then? Because I don't think they're going to lose to the Giants or the Jets either. This team's pretty legit. No. So, so the next the next four games are Giants, Jets, or sorry, Ravens, Giants, Jets, Steelers. Steelers. So what I I went through this a little bit on uh on my on my FPC Browns podcast shameless plug right there. Yeah, go go listen. Um obviously the Jets and the Giants should be wins. Mm-hmm. Depending on what Lamar we see against the Ravens, I don't think they'll win that game, but I think the Steelers even though they lost yesterday, they have enough of a lead in the AFC to where they can comfortably rest their players week 17, and that should be the Browns' win to solidify their playoff spot. I think that this team could realistically make it to the second round of the playoffs. I think it all just depends on who they play in the first round. Right now, it would be the Bills. Yeah, that would be a that would be a fun matchup. It'd be tough, but it would be fun because the Bills' defense isn't anything too special. Yeah. Um, they can obviously come up with a game or two, but yeah, they've um, vastly underperformed this this season. Yeah, um, I I personally can attribute this uh, Browns' recent success to uh, one individual who's uh, who's played, made his first uh, couple appearances, got a touchdown pass Don't or touchdown he catch. He was incredible. Yeah, yeah, he was incredible. You know, seventy yard touchdown catch. Seventy yards, two catches for ninety two yards and a touchdown. Are you kidding me? Insane, and that of course, you, um, penalty box fans like OG will remember this guy. I brought him up last year. He was my. I wanted him to get drafted, and he didn't. Um, yeah, he did. Oh yeah, he did. It was Isang Bassi that didn't get drafted. My other favorite yeah. player in the draft. But this is of course Donovan Peoples Jones. The Peoples Jones. The Peoples Jones. The Peoples Jones will be a future wide receiver. One. He is insane. I'm glad he's been playing for the Browns. I didn't. You know. Objectively, I didn't really think he'd actually play, but because um, of it's because of Odell's situation, right? A little mm-hmm. bit that he's kind of been able to get some time, and he's made the most of it. So yeah. that's cool to see. I have to shout that out. Um, we will move on to oh, bo- oh what? Peter. Oh, Peter, you have any? I think we, I think Sorry. we broke this down. Pretty yeah, much. I, I thought Swanson, you did a good, you did a good job summarizing. Jack, I don't know. Jack, much... Jack was like, "Shut up, Pete." <laughs> I don't know Just how much like from you. Every week, yeah. <laughs> nothing from you. Yeah. I don't know how much. I don't know how much we could have added there. But uh, um, Nick, actually, you might be doing a lot of talking still because we're going to talk about the Raiders next, who, of course, is the Raiders. kind of your other team and oh. almost lost. Yeah, another another kind of O game for Nick. Um, <laughs> Thirty-one to twenty-eight to the now O and twelve Jets. They did get the win, but Nick, safe to say, a lot closer than you expected. 
Yes, and the New York Jets fired their defensive coordinator, Greg Williams, after calling that all-out blitz on the last play. Of the oh, game. yeah. Greg Williams was fired for helping the team tank because if the Jets won this game, then they would not be in position to take Trevor Lawrence. They'd be tied to the Jaguars. the Jags would have jumped them, and the Jags would have had the number one overall pick. So, Cheese the this, AFC East. This game... <laughs> this game should have never been close. Like I said it I said it the other day after the Raiders got blown out by the Falcons, this would be a repeat of that game just in reverse. Mm-hmm. I did not expect this at all. I thankfully I wasn't watching the whole game. We were just watching Red Zone, so we saw bits and pieces. Right. But I know that if I was watching this game then I would probably need a new TV. I'll offer you a bit of a a bit of a positive to take away from it. And that's a Darren Waller is an absolute monster. For mm-hmm. some reason this season, obviously, you know, it's kind of well documented how well he's done. He had 13 catches for 200 yards and two touchdowns in this game. Oh, yeah. Um, the guy has been a revolution ever since, or revelation, I should say. Revolution. Ever since, ever since he uh, started playing this year. But, uh, yeah, obviously a very interesting call by the Jets on that, you know, last pass attempt. So the Raiders lucky to escape. With a win, they sit at seven and five. You know they're in that first kind of in the hunt spot at that eight spot. However, a full game behind Indianapolis, who are at seven. Peter, do you think the Raiders have a chance to leapfrog any either the Colts or perhaps the Dolphins in sixth into the into that playoff spot? So they their last four games are the Colts, the Ooh. Chargers, the Dolphins, oh, and the Broncos. Big games. So, I mean. I can see them beating the Chargers just because the Chargers can't hold a lead. Right. Um, they really can't. <laughs> they couldn't even get a lead. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of sad. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Philip Rivers has looked very, very bad at some points this season. So if the Raiders' defense could generally have an effect on on Philip Rivers that game, I could possibly see it. I think the Dolphins are pretty. I mean. Just from what I've seen from them so far, they look to have a really solid team. They got oh oh, they got the Chiefs, the Patriots, the Raiders, and the Bills coming. <laughs> oh out. my gosh! That is that is in a word a gauntlet. Some might say that's the Dolphin schedule. You that said is the Dolphin schedule. Oh boy! <laughs> and the crazy thing is, they could potentially go three and one off of those last four games. Who are they losing to? The Chiefs. Yeah. I don't know if they could beat the Bills. I, I think I think good. that's one of those games that they kind of luck into. Maybe just because it, it's the last game of the season. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, I could see that. It still fit. Well, it could be like New England, uh, that New England game the other year with the Miami Miracle. Yeah, with the Miami Miracle. That was that. It still fits. It still fits Patrick, right? Yeah. Two is not back. And then the Colts' last four games of the season. We got the Raiders, the Texans, the Steelers, and the Jets. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a little bit of an easy... I mean, you have to t- take on the Steelers, but the Texans and the Jaguars are two teams that have struggled a lot this year. Mm-hmm. So I could see them with those last four games sneaking in. And I could see... Uh, and I, I'm going to take Colts and Miami. Colts and Miami. The thing about Indianapolis is... Other teams have tiebreakers over them, so Miami has a tiebreaker over them based on conference win percentage. 
and then the Titans in the division. So in terms of because the Titans and the Colts have the same record. Yes. Is that that's to keep in mind too. Um, the Titans have that tiebreak too. So the Colts are in a little bit of a precarious position in that regard. But um, yeah, given I don't know, I'm gonna take the Raiders and the Colts. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Dolphins kind of kind of falter with that difficult kind of run at the end. Okay. Nick, what are your who are your two last two AFC East teams in? Uh, Shout out bracketology. Pull up, pull up the playoff picture for me real quick. <laughs> he needs to. He needs the standings. Yeah. Peter, I have to warn you ahead of our next game. Might be a tad painful. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about it. Oh okay suspenseful so this is going to be a little bit out there he's putting the broncos in the playoff i'm sorry no i'm just kidding i could see it being the dolphins and the Ravens, and you have three AFC North teams in the playoffs. I could see it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I could definitely see that, but they are in a a little bit of a tougher spot. They have a big game tonight, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, If they win tonight, though, they're tied with the Raiders for the last spot. This is very true. That's why it's, you know, it's big. Um, Interesting. Well, we, we, we shall see. Whoever's right, I don't know. We'll get a prize. Five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. So You're welcome. Yeah, Shout wow. out, Nolan. Straight right, out of your We'll move on. Uh, your next three paychecks and your firstborn child. Oh man. <laughs> Hooray, Peter! I don't think you're going to be applauding for very long because we're going to talk about the Seahawks next. Yay! Next, the Sea Frauds. Um, Seattle is eight and four on the season after losing a stunning game to the New York Football Giants, who are now five and seven and co-share the lead in the AFC East and have a playoff spot. Right now, Peter, it was 17 to 12. Uh, you know, as the resident Seahawks fan, what happened in this game? What went wrong for Seattle? I don't know why, but Seattle's offense with DK Metcalf, Chris Carson, Tyler Lockett, and Russell Wilson just absolutely crumbled against this Giants defense. Granted, the Giants defense isn't like that bad, mm. but this is a team that they should have won by at least 20. And the fact that their defense, if they hadn't given up those three huge run plays to set up those touchdown, those touchdown run and pass, I mean, this game just should not have gone the way it's gone. Right. This defense only gave up 14 points, and our offense, who was supposed to be the highlight of this team, nothing. Right. And it's so painful to watch because Russell Wilson, it always happens every year, I say. Beginning of the year, Russell Wilson has some good wins. He has some fantastic stats. And he's like, oh, this is the MVP. And then we get to the last half of the season, and he struggles. And I promise you, he's not going to get any MVP votes this year. No. He's not going to get any MVP votes. He won't get any MVP votes. He'll get one. One. Oh wow! The Seattle, cool. yeah, like hey, it's one, one more than he's ever whoever, than he's ever got. Whoever can vote from like the Seattle Tribune or whatever, will vote for him. Yeah, it's just it seems like when the defense is in the losses, when the defense is good, the offense is throwing interceptions, and when the offense is good, the defense can't stop anything. It's just it's just painful to watch. Yeah, I look at this this resume for Seattle over the course of their season, 
it's not that impressive. No. Um, they beat the Falcons 38 to 25. They beat the Patriots by five. The Cowboys by seven. Um, you know, they beat the Dolphins and the Vikings. They only beat the Vikings by one, and the Vikings are not looking as strong as, you know, they were. They've lost to the Cardinals, the Rams in their division, the Bills, who are a good team. And now the Giants, you know, only a 23-17 win over Philadelphia. There's not really an impressive win on this team's schedule. No. It's almost just been helped by the fact that it's been pretty easy. Yeah. Um, And then they lose to a team like New York. Yeah, and now that makes me nervous for they, they play the Jets. I assume they're not going to lose the Jets, but they play the Washington football team. They have the same record as the Giants. I would not cross the Washington football team. You they know? beat the undefeated Steelers. Exactly. So the Washington football team is actually very good. Yeah. It's their just, defensive line is very good. Yes. Yeah. Their their defensive line is very good. Montez Sweat. People people are I'll just like, oh yeah, that division is garbage. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to completely gloss over it. And that's that's in my opinion what the Steelers did. Steelers yeah. were just like, eh, whatever. We can dive into that too as we as we talk about that. We had that game on our on our slate to talk about. Obviously the Washington football team held off the undefeated Steelers and beat them twenty three to seventeen. Um oh can can I make can I make one quick comment of course. about the yes. Giants game? Yes. Um with that win, Colt McCoy joins the elite company of players such as uh, Brett Favre, <laughs> um, Vinny Testaverde. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> I had a whole list of them oh too. Oh my gosh! Uh, Randall Cunningham and Dante Culpepper as quarterbacks to win a regular season game with three or more teams. There's a ton <laughs> more, but those are just the ones I could think of off the top. Of I my saw head. I saw a funny clip I think on Twitter the other day, and it was like quarterbacks Colt McCoy has defeated since 2015 and it's just a picture of Russell Wilson (laughs) it's 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 a good troll but um obviously if you're a Seahawks fan as Peter sits silently in the corner yeah um just so just to make you feel better Pete I think Colt McCoy's last regular season win was 2014 so the Steelers (laughs) in their game oh man wow we'll queue up Marvin's room to play next time we yeah I already did (laughs) um yeah so let's talk about that that was obviously the upset of the week the washington football team dethroned the steelers perhaps seen by some as a bit of a fraudulent undefeated team but nevertheless they are no longer undefeated guys what did you see from that game first of all i just want to say that on that interception montez sweat the deflection the athleticism the way he like got up and just you know kind of blocked it and threw it off his course i thought was just a a cool play to see. Montez Sweat is good. Montez Sweat is very good. I remember watching him play against Iowa. Oh, is this an Iowa uh, show? Oh I think he got so much for tuning in. <laughs> yeah, I remember when Mississippi State played Iowa in the Outback Bowl, and that group of Simmons and Sweat on the defensive mm-hmm. line scared me. Yeah. It was so dominant, the way they took over that line. Because Iowa's really known for having a good offensive line and having a run game, but when they shut that down, that was... They Iowa finished that game with negative rushing yards. That was like the first time in Iowa history they won a game with negative rushing yards. Jeez. I think. But yeah, anyway. Or a bowl game, I think. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest, I was at work, so I didn't get to watch this game, but I'm not surprised by the result. Because this was okay. this was the one game going into <laughs> the week that I was like one hundred percent sure about. And that's that's my that's my little as in one hundred percent sure about the Washington about, football team. Yes, about the football team. Win. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, I honestly, I think this is a team, you know, that's a bit under, that goes a bit underrated. Uh, I really liked Chase Young's, like, post-game interview. They can definitely tell that that defensive line in particular is very hungry. Um, they want to be seen as the underdog. I also kind of think it's written in the stars for a guy like Alex Smith with what happened and now how he's bounced back and led his team to five wins and is still in a playoff spot, albeit in the division that they're in. But, yeah, obviously it was a it was a good win for the Washington football team. We'll see if they can – we'll see who, who wins that division. Obviously the Giants, if they go 9-7, and seven, they're winning the Super Bowl But because that, that's just how it goes. But we'll, we'll have to see, you know, who jumps ahead as the weeks go on. Guys, mm-hmm. I'm going to get your quick picks before we go to break for – games this week mm-hmm. um first game is tuesday night football since it hasn't started we can do it um ravens and the cowboys it is the ravens by nine ball uh lamar jackson is playing tonight for baltimore started practicing on saturday um will he will he get it done versus dallas yes nick <laughs> no 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 not by nine, or will the Cowboys win? I think the Cowboys will win because I Ooh. think oh. the Ravens will come out and be rusty and play sloppily. And what have the Cowboys been doing this year? The Cowboys under Andy Dalton have not been completely terrible. Okay. So apparently he didn't watch the Thanksgiving game. <laughs> Nick is Nick is all for how about them Cowboys. Yeah, you're right. Big Andy Dalton guy. Big Andy saw Dalton that, guy. Saw that guy play in high school. <laughs> nice. Um, next, Patriots Rams, which is tomorrow, Wednesday night football. We get football all the time now. We have a Wednesday night game this week? Apparently. Ooh, okay. It's like the Mac. It's like the NFL is the new Mac. Yeah. It's weird. But Pat's Rams, Peter. Hold on, I'm doing some fat shit. Fat okay, shit. Nick, do you got do you gotta Oh, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. It's two days. Oh. Sorry. I really wanted Wednesday night football. I was so excited. Thursday night football, Pat's Rams. I'm going to go with the Rams just because the Rams are, at this point, a more talented roster and a better coached roster. That's not a knock on Belichick. It's just he's missing all of his key players, and Stephon Gilmore has been bad this year. So I think there's not really a chance that that defense stops the Rams' offense. Yeah, I think the Rams have found their groove. They, they, you know, were kind of sputtering out of the gate, but I think they found the momentum that they need on picking the Rams. If Jared Goff limits the turnovers and limits the dumb plays, then I got the Rams. All righty. Uh, next, Vikings, Buccaneers. It's Tampa Bay by six and a half. That's an interesting game. Hmm, it is a very interesting game. I'm going to go with the Vikings. Ooh. I, I'm actually inclined to agree with you. Just because I don't think Tampa Bay's defense is as good as people think. And I also think that Dalvin Cook could have a really good game. And they've been on they've been struggling with some teams, but they, they've won their last they're on a little bit of a winning streak, I think. I think off the top of my head. I know they won last week, but it was into overtime against the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Which I guess isn't a fantastic win. Yeah. But I don't know. I got trust in Kirk. All right, trust in Kirk. I'm gonna also pick the Vikings. They've won uh, f- uh, five of their last six. Yeah, so they're on a good a good momentum streak. Nick, who are you picking? I'm gonna take the Bucks because their number one corner is back. Jamel Dean will be playing against the Vikings, and I think that the Vikings 
they have won five of their last six, but go look at those teams. The Packers. The Packers, that was a good one. You had the Lions, the Bears, the Panthers, and the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Those four teams in particular are bad. Uh-huh. So I think Minnesota in those games got away with being the less bad team. And mm-hmm. I think this Buccaneers team will end up covering the spread. What was it? Six. Seven points? Six. Six? Yeah, I think they'll end up covering that pretty easily. All right. Um, up next... The New York football Jets looking for their first win against the Seahawks. Uh, we all going Seahawks around the around the clock. Think they'll bounce back from their Giants game or hopefully perhaps an upset. <sighs> Nick wants to pick the upset. Just pick it, Nick. Give me the Jets. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Nick give is picking the Jets. The Jets. As I will as give you a whole quarter if the Jets win. As much as I wish it could be Flacco instead of Darnold, I think Darnold will be enough to take down a – a defeated Seahawks team. Ooh. We'll see. We shall see. Um, Next is Saints-Eagles. I'm picking this game first. It's uh, a new era in Philly. Jalen Hurts is here. Jalen Hurts is here to stay. Carson Wentz needs to be benched. He should never start a football game ever again. You're throwing stuff in as the studio. I, as I almost spilled my water. Uh, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. I'm picking them over the Saints. An upset. I got the Saints. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'll take the Eagles. Oh, <laughs> okay. I got two I got on the, the bandwagon. Let's go. Why not? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Eagles, too. Oh, let's go. I got everyone in the studio on the bandwagon. Let's Jalen go. Jalen Hurts is a Taysom Hill that can throw. All right. Facts. That's facts. Um, last game. This will be a fun one. Steelers-Bills. It's Buffalo by two over the recently defeated for the first time all season Steelers. I am going to take the Bills Mafia. I'm also going to go Bills. The Steelers, they're going to be pissed off that they lost to it's a, Whoa, it's a, Washington. It's a revenge game? It is. It's, a rage game? It's a it's a rage game because in their minds they should not have lost that game. Well, we will see how our picks shake out. Um, guys, when we come back, we have some pretty exciting news in Mizzou football. We're also going to talk a little college basketball. Um, you guys don't want to miss that. You are listening to The Penalty Box on KCOU 88.1 FM. Indoor baseball, anyone? Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. You love them enough to do anything for them. Mom, I need to be wiped. Coming. Including checking NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. KCOU would like to shout out East Side Tavern. It's the bar that's bizarre. Downtown Columbia's best karaoke comedy club. With a huge selection of drinks and activities and themed nights every week, East Side is a solid place to hang out. back to the penalty box on KCOU 88.1 FM. Guys, we're going to stay on the gridiron for a little bit. I was going to audible the basketball before going to college football. However... I wish we had an air horn in here. Why? Because then I could do it to say that Mizzou is ranked. Mizzou is ranked. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Uh, the latest college football playoff rankings came out uh, just a couple minutes ago, actually, and the Missouri Tigers at 5-3 and three have slid into the top 25 at 25. Um, they are right behind the 6-1 and one Tulsa. Is it Golden Flashes? Or are they the Golden, Golden Hurricanes? Hurricanes. Because you know the Hurricanes in Tulsa. Um, one of three teams that weren't ranked happen. last week. They do? Huh? What kind yeah. of ocean do they border? Well, it moves up. Oh, so it's just a... So it goes through, like, the the eastern Texas, western Louisiana, straight up into... What does? The Hurricanes. Oh, I thought he was trying to say the ocean. No. No. I was like, the what ocean, what ocean the is in Mexico Tulsa? is actually in Oklahoma. Um, so, yeah, big, big news for um, Missouri Tiger football. Um, guys, do you think this ranking was, you know, pretty deserving, or, or are you kind of surprised to see Missouri ranked? I always think if Mizzou did not lose to Tennessee, they would have been ranked before this because yeah. their only losses would have been to a number one Alabama team and a number, what now, number six Florida six team. Florida. And their only bad loss was to a Tennessee team that has really fallen apart in this second half of the season. So, I mean, I think it was a matter of time, but I think without that loss to Tennessee, it definitely should have been time. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, maybe maybe another win would have, I would have maybe expected that at that point. I wouldn't have been as surprised as I am seeing them there now. But definitely, I mean, you know, three, it's five and three, which I think looks a lot worse than it actually is, like you said, Peter, because two of those losses are to AP top 10 teams. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they've only played eight games, mostly because other teams have been struggling to be able to play Missouri. So, you know, I think it was going to happen at some point if they kept on the trajectory they were going, but definitely exciting to see. Nick, what do you think? I think it was the Barry Odom revenge game that did it. Oh, you yeah. Saw, yeah. You saw Mizzou put up. 50 points on one of the better defenses in the SEC. Did you take the over? Uh, <laughs> you, th- you think I was going to bet anywhere near this game? <laughs> 98 points? 98 points. What a game to watch, too. But it's like it's like that. It's like what LeBron said after he won his first championship. It's about damn time. Because it really is. Mizzou should have been ranked. I thought he was going to say, Cleveland, this is for you. This is for you, <laughs> And Cleveland. I was like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Columbia, yeah. Columbia this, is for you. this is for you. <laughs> but no, it's about time. I think you could have made the argument that they should have been ranked a couple weeks ago, but it finally happened. And heading into the weekend against Georgia, yeah, um, we got a SEC ranked matchup at 11 a.m. <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna mention that actually. Yeah, heading in Missouri have a have a chance to jump up quite a lot more if they get this win against the 6-2 and two Georgia Bulldogs, who, in all honesty, I, I could definitely see Missouri winning this game. Um, I don't think Georgia are all, are all that, really. Um, obviously have lost to the same two opponents that Missouri has, Alabama and Florida. Um, you know, hasn't looked terrible, but I don't think has looked necessarily great. They, don't, they still, I don't think, really know what's kind of going on at the quarterback position. Um, and I think you know, that can hurt him if, if Nick Bolton, who luckily didn't get suspended for an extra half a game after that ridiculous call in that Arkansas game, mm-hmm. not to just to say that, but um, if he can really get after it, if that front line can can get after, you know, the Georgia passing attack, I think he could definitely see an upset. You guys, any, any I thoughts? I mean, from the one – has JT Daniels played two games or one game with Georgia? I believe two. 
What was the second one? Because I only saw the Mississippi State game. And in that game, I saw him play really well and a mm-hmm. defense that played really, really bad. Yeah, that's a that's a Mike Leach team for you. Mm-hmm. That's that's a offense and a what? Mm-hmm. There's a there's <laughs> another side of the ball. Yeah, and even then in that game, Mississippi State's offense was bad. Um, JT Daniels was really good at USC, so maybe <laughs> maybe. Maybe he'll... He didn't beat Iowa, though. This kind of reminds me of the game last year. <laughs> Keaton Slovis came in, but he wasn't able to beat Iowa. I mean, oh my goodness. Yeah, 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 that, that game. Um, just to round out the top four also, obviously, the you know the whole rank is released. It was unchanged. It is still Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State, and A&M in Florida are five and six. Um, Iowa State jumped up two spots into seven, so Cincinnati fell to eight, but Georgia going to nine. Coastal Carolina, after their big win over BYU, jumped up um, to number 13. BYU dropped five places. I looked at Louisiana. Louisiana went up six. Um, guys, a couple, you know, big games this week to look at ahead, you know, after these rankings came out. Number 17, North Carolina, who have had quite a bounce-back season after a tough loss to Florida State early. That kind of derailed any of their, of their hopes. Obviously, they were, you know, a top Ten they team. Were, they were top eight, I think. Yeah, yeah, some up there. Um, they play number ten Miami, who's been very, very good all year. Um, I guess quick prediction from from that game. Hmm. <laughs> it's an interesting one. In it the is ACC. a very interesting one. I'm gonna take Miami, just because their only loss has been to Ian Book and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, mm-hmm. and I think they, with the Eric King, uh, I think they could pull it out over UNC. Nick? I am going with, as much as I love Derek King, Houston Cougar legend. True. I'm going with a top five most talented quarterback in the country, and I'm going to take Sam Howell. Mitch Trubisky, too? You're picking Mitchell Trubisky number two over Miami? Yeah, except this dude actually has more than 12 games. Uh, No, fraud. North Carolina are frauds. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. they're, they're, they've bounced back. I, I also think Miami's going to win this game. I think they've had some pretty good consistency. Their only loss is actually to Clemson. Oh, Clemson? Um, yes. But, st- I mean, still, it's two or three. Um, so I, I think they'll they'll kind of keep that top ten place and get that, that big win over North Carolina. Um, out in the Pac-12, we have uh, a matchup of uh, Oregon and Washington, who I don't believe – Either are ranked. Yeah, I was saying neither team. Neither team ranked. are ranked. Yeah. They were ranked. They were ranked. They were ranked in the previous These poll. Were the previous rankings. But uh, you know, Oregon to me, I I I kind of like like what I've seen from them. Um, is it Tyler? Is it Shao? Tyler Shao? Uh, it's spelled like S H O U G H. I I should do my research on this, but their quarterback Tyler, we'll call him. Um, I think has looked pretty solid. Um, they've got a they've got a pretty good offense. I'm gonna take the Ducks in this one. I'm going to go with Oregon just because they are a good team that is just vastly underperformed, and I think this will be the week they finally get it together. You know what? I'm going to go Washington. Ooh. Okay. Just because okay. they struggled these last few weeks, and I don't think they found any solution to changing that. They might find it this game, but for now, it seems like they're lost in the dark. I'm going to go with the Huskies. All right. Um, and then I believe Cincinnati's game this week, which might actually hinder – 
any of their chances at a college you know football playoff hope. Their game against Tulsa was canceled um, due to I think I COVID concerns. So you know, with that being said, I guess you know, does Cincinnati have any sort of hope at a college football playoff? Is the path anywhere clear for them? At eight and zero, they're pretty much stuck where they are unless they can get another game scheduled. Um, so. Given their resume, Nick, yeah. You know who has an off week this week? Mm-hmm. Who's the that? Ohio State University. That's true. Ooh. You know who else has an off week this week? The University of Cincinnati and Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina is another off week? Oh, they do. No, they don't. They play Troy. I thought that game was canceled. It appears to still be scheduled well, for 12 12. Never mind that. <laughs> they have Cincinnati. So all I'm saying is we should see who's the best team in Chicago. Or Chicago. Chicago. Wow. Who's the best team in, in Ohio? Ohio. <laughs> mm-hmm. That'd be cool. That would be a very, very exciting matchup. And, and then, so, and okay. winner gets into the play. So, yeah let's, yeah, let's dive into that hypothetical. Does, this, it, does a Cincinnati team that beats Ohio State leapfrog Iowa State, Florida, and Texas A&M, who are currently all ranked above them, to make the playoff. Most definitely. Most def. I think I think if that is the last game that is played in this season, that game has the winner to the playoff implications. Yeah. So if you say if Cincinnati face Ohio State, the winner goes to the playoffs? Yes. I can see that, yeah. All Will right. it happen? I don't know. I'll I, offer I, you this. I hope it happens, but I really don't think it does. Yeah. Mm. It might it, it'll be tough. I, I will offer this. A Cincinnati team that beats an Ohio State team, does that you know, yeah, let's making... let's say Florida and Alabama meet in the SEC championship. They are, of course, both confirmed. That is the matchup. Mm-hmm. Florida wins yeah. that game. Does that drop both Ohio State and Alabama? Does do Florida and Cincinnati then jump into those into those spots? And maybe Notre Dame is the number one team in the country. That's the worst case scenario for Cincinnati and for all non-Power Five fans. Because, because then you in debate that scenario. You lose Ohio State. Yeah. Bama drops to four. Florida jumps to three, and then Notre Dame and Clemson move up. So the question would be putting a nine and one Bama over a nine and zero oh Cincinnati at that point. Yes. And would you put a nine and one Bama over a nine and zero oh Cincinnati? Well, they put Georgia in the playoff after losing to Bama in the they did. SEC championship. I also think that Alabama would have more quality wins. Yeah, probably because overall. you would have beaten A and M. You were the A and M's only loss. Um, you beat. I guess LSU isn't a quality team anymore. No. Um, who else did they beat? Alabama. Yeah. Alabama has beaten Missouri, who are now ranked, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Texas A and M. Tennessee. They beat Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. Auburn. Auburn. Yep. Those. That just that list yeah. alone is enough to yeah. get Bama in over Cincinnati. Over Cincinnati. As much as I would like to see. Oh it yeah, happen. yeah. Here, it's not our preferred choice, but the only reason I would like to see Cincinnati get into the playoff is so they can get their teeth kicked in, <laughs> and then we never have to hear an argument about oh this non-power five school should be in the playoff. Mm-hmm. I I mean I agree they would probably get destroyed, but I think there still like should be arguments because I just think it makes it more fun if a team like Cincinnati or you had UCF, you know, a couple years ago, um, even a team like if they had played more ranked opponents and beat them, Coastal Carolina. Mm-hmm. I what I would love to see 
if Coastal Carolina had a break, and I know Oklahoma doesn't, would be them playing Oklahoma. Because I legitimately think a Coastal Carolina team could have a chance against Oklahoma. Because this is an Oklahoma I team that I know that. has bounced back, but they've looked shaky. Yeah. I mean, they lost to Iowa State, who's legitimately a great team. But um, we don't have to talk about their 62-28 win over Texas Tech. But, you <laughs> Why know. Not? Why not? 27-14 to 14 in their last game against Baylor is nothing special. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be an interesting game. I think they'd win, but it, I think Coastal Carolina, we saw what they did against BYU. They played angry, they played aggressive, and they, they won the game. So we'll have to see. Guys, any other final thoughts for uh, college football? We didn't even talk about the Wisconsin-Iowa game this weekend. <sighs> I don't want to talk about that Why don't that you game. want to talk about because it? Wisconsin's not ranked anymore, and I'm <laughs> upset about it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I actually, that brings me to something. I have Peter Camp trivia this week. Surprise. Oh, yes. The script has been flipped. Oh, my goodness. I have a trivia question for you, Peter Camp. I don't think it's actually going to be too hard. But yeah. um, Nate Stanley, some call him Nathan Stanley. That's his full legal name. Mm-hmm. Played for the Iowa Hawkeyes from 2016 to 2019 That's and true. threw for 8,297 passing yards. Mm-hmm. That comes in second all time. In the list of Hawkeyes. Mm-hmm. The question I have for you, I feel like you're going to name this as soon as I mm-hmm. finish this question. It most definitely is. He's saying, mm-hmm, Who right is now. third? Who's third? Who's third? Can I get a year? Do you want the years they played? So I know. Can I, can I make my guess first? Sure. C.J. Beathard. No. Yeah. Right. C.J. Beathard is ninth. Oh. So okay. wait, this is passing yards? Yep. Okay, so Chuck Long has to be one. Chuck Long was one. Chuck Long's one. That was going to be my original question. Yeah. But audible, the third. <laughs> yeah. Chuck Long finished second in the Heisman voting the year that he went to the Rose Bowl. Fair enough. Behind Bo Jackson, but Bo Jackson is a machine. That, yeah. <laughs> so Chuck Long is one. Nate Stanley is two. Nate Stanley is two. Number three. They threw for 8,292 2, passing yards, so Nate Stanley beat them by five. Okay, let me just go back to... Just think of Nate Stanley's last game. Giving you 15 seconds. Nate Stanley's 15 seconds. Because they would have... They would have They would have said, he just said, passed... He just passed, blah, for a second. Oh, my god. He just passed. Uh, it's Drew Tate. That's correct. Bingo that. for Peter oh, on the yeah. Peter Camp wow. trivia. Yeah. Drew Tate. That's crazy. Nick, I think you gave him a hint that led him to it. I'm calling collusion over well, here. Well, Drew Tate started for like three years. That's fair. Yes, 2003 to 2006. He went to... High school in Houston. Did he? Really? Which one? Uh, I think at the time, it was called Robert E. Lee High School. Oh, there's still like four of those <laughs> in the Houston area. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, <laughs> why do wow. they have four high schools with the same name? It doesn't make sense. Um, all different districts. But yeah, oh, fair. Do you want your trivia? I actually yes. did have trivia. Oh, okay. Your trivia for the same game? Yeah. Oh, God, I'm Sorry, not going to I didn't have trivia for now you. I'm gonna no, look, you're all good. I'm going to look even I more foolish because so, anyway. I'm not going to know. As Nick brought up earlier, Michigan, Ohio State was canceled this year. Before that, they have met 102 straight times. Oh. Who? That's second in the Big yep, Ten yep. for two teams. Uh, consecutive times uh, facing each other. What two Big Ten teams have consecutively faced each other? What's the longest streak right, of two right. teams consecutively facing each other? It actually ended this year. Okay. One of them, it ended this year. I feel like one of them has to be Wisconsin or you wouldn't be asking me this. Mm-hmm. Is it is it Wisconsin Iowa? I'm gonna go Wisconsin Iowa. Oh, that's okay. Wrong, so I just it? said it ended this year. Oh, it ended and this year. And they're playing play. I, oh, this Saturday. Yeah, no, you no, guys. Let me, let me let me. Are you googling sure, it? No, I'm making sure that the team is in the right. 
Okay. It ended. The streak ended this year. Is it Wisconsin, Michigan State? No. Is it Wisconsin, Minnesota? It is Wisconsin, Minnesota. Oh, they didn't play this year. That was 115 years. Dang, it's the the Axe game was 115 years. That's crazy. I didn't realize they didn't play. I I I think maybe just because they play every year, I just threw that game in my head somewhere. Wow, interesting. Now I just look like a fool. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin, Iowa has to be up there though. They've been in the Big Ten for a long time, but that streak didn't end. No, to be fair, so it's still going. Well, it'll pat maybe it'll pass Minnesota then. Um, but yeah, that'll uh, I think about wrap it up for college football. We are going to take a short break. You don't want to uh, miss our final segment, which is of course everyone's favorite segment, the penalty box. We'll also talk a little bit college basketball. You are listening to Penalty Box on KCOU 88.1 FM. Life can be dramatic, but day-to-day relationships aren't always like you see on TV. You can help the young people in your life work through the drama by engaging them in conversations about healthy relationships. Use Connect With Me activity cards to start discussions on this subject and other topics that matter to teens. Visit health.mo.gov connect to access these free cards and resources. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. Fire threatens everything in its path. When it threatens our nation and our communities, we respond. We bring the fight to the front line. The Army National Guard stands ready to face the dangers of Mother Nature and protect our homes and our neighbors. We will always be there when your community needs us the most. Discover more about all the ways you can serve part-time in your community by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association at this station. Hey man. Hey dude. What what are you doing on October 31st from 6 to 9 p.m.? Uh, now, now that you mention it, my, my schedule is clear during that exact time. Oh boy, then come on down to the KCOU birthday, Halloween, p- pizza bash, pizza tree ha- Halloween, extravaganza celebration, happy birthday, pizza, fun event party. What? That's right, baby. KCOU is going to be at the Pizza Tree from 6 to 9 p.m. on Halloween. You can munch on some fantastic slices while hearing sweet jams from Cousin Trent and DJ Scales, all while supporting Mizzou's only student-run radio station. Welcome, welcome back to the Penalty Box in KCOU 88.1 FM. Um, before we dive into the Penalty Box, just a quick little summary of what's happening in the college hoops world. Uh, today, recently, before our show started, um, Kansas and Creighton faced each other in basketball. They are both ranked quite highly. Um, Kansas coming in at five. They survived a push from the eighth-ranked Creighton Blue Jays winning 73-72 to 72 in that game. Um, around the scores right now in the top 25, Iowa and North Carolina are playing in a pretty big game. Um, Iowa's currently up 13-5. to 5. Luka Garza, obviously the Wooden Award leader right now. What? It's 25-13. 25? It says 13-5 to 5 on my thing. It's, oh, it's, there it goes. Yeah, it's it, just up, it just updated. It's now 25-13. to 13. That ESP, It's ESPN's site's fault. I don't take the blame for that. 
Um, and then Tennessee is up 50 to 43 on Colorado. Um, it is their first game of the season. They are 12th in the nation right now. Does U of H play today? Uh, U of H does not play today. Hate to see it. U of H did very well against Texas Tech the other day. Mm-hmm. I was very disappointed. Happy? Oh. No, I was disappointed in oh. Mac McClung's lack of scoring. Oh, ah. Mac McClung had. <laughs> ah. Oh gosh, two we've, points in the first half. we've made Yoda noises. Yeah, that's the problem. If he scores two points in the first half, they're going to lose every game. Um, but guys, I'll get your quick takes before we dive into the penalty box about college basketball. What are you guys excited for real quick? Um, Peter, I know you think this Iowa game is big. I know you love Luca Garza. I don't really know why, though. He's like not that big. Big Luca Garza fan here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, this is an Iowa team that, I mean, you look at Luca Garza, he's good. But you also have guys like Jordan Bohannon, who's been one of the best three-point shooters in Iowa basketball history. Uh, he's a three-year starter. Um, Joe Wieskamp is a guy who, ever since he was a freshman, has just been electric on the floor. In fact, he's four for five from three right now, uh, halfway through the first half of this North Carolina game. C.J. Frederick is a guy who can shoot the three ball really well. Patrick McCaffrey, the freshman that they have, who is the son of Iowa head coach uh, Fran McCaffrey. Um, he has looked really good, and I'm also excited for Joe Toussaint, who started a lot of last year because of Joe and Bohannon's hip injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming off the bench, having him uh, play is really big, and having that experience coming off the bench is huge. And I also like uh, the Murray Twins, the freshman Murray Twins. I think they're going to be really exciting. But How many seniors do they have? One, two, oh, geez. Three, four, five, six. Um, hold on. One. Two. 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 Okay. But the problem so the, is they're Luca Garza and Jordan Bohannon. Oh. Well, well, so that's good then. Like those that's not like two seniors that don't play. That's like senior leadership still. Yeah. So that's that's important. I just always I always like to factor that in when I, you know, weigh teams, especially early in the season, is how many seniors they have, because that's you know, you need that kind of leadership, especially down the stretch. Nick, uh, what are you excited for in college basketball? Baylor's first loss. Why? You don't like Baylor? Uh, no, I just want to see utter chaos. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, oh, okay. For, for the sake of chaos, I can appreciate yeah. that. I think Baylor are the best team in the country. Uh, they're my early pick to win the national championship. They're, I just think they're, I don't know, their backcourt is so good. They're good at defense. They've been there before. Um, I, don't, I think if, they, if last year hadn't been postponed, they would have done very well. Um, they crushed Illinois. Uh, in their most recent performance, who Missouri are also playing. Shout out. Um, I also want to see Maryland and UH do well. Of course. Got to shout out the hometown teams. But that'll round it up for a quick section of college basketball. And it's time. Nick, you've been on the show for an hour. Your stamina, I don't know. Normally our, our guests come on just for, just for this part, so, they're, so yeah. they're fresh. But, you know, you've been, you've been on the air, but you're ready. Are, are you ready for the penalty box? Oh, jeez. I am ready, yes. Do, do you remember the rules? You are an OG. You are on this. Am, this. It has been probably a year since I've been on here. so We're old. Yeah. yeah. Refresh me on the rules, please. Um, so Peter will be asking you a series of questions. Uh, don't worry. They're about you. They're not like math questions. I hope you studied. Um, I hope you studied. <laughs> no Quizlet use allowed. We have established that rule. Um, as Kenny tried to use a Quizlet when he was on the... I'm just kidding. Um, Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I don't know why I first thought of Kenny, but... Um, yeah, and so you will have two minutes to answer as many of those questions as you can. The record is Luke. He got 29. Um, and then I will be writing down your answers, and we'll go over just a couple funny ones at the end. 
So you have to average like a question per two Ooh, seconds. We brought averages into that. We brought analytics into the penalty yeah. box. You already know. All right. metrics. Nick, are you ready? Yes. All right. Three, down. two, one, go. What is one TV show you could watch forever on repeat? Family Guy. What is an everyday task that you think could turn into Olympic sport? Cleaning. What's your favorite fruit? Strawberries. How many pencils do you think you could sharpen in a minute with a hand sharpener? Probably five. What's your favorite dessert? Cake. What's your favorite go-to Gatorade flavor? The cucumber lime. If you could, if you could make a color, what would it be named, and what two colors would you combine? Uh, florple and it's <laughs> just purple. Uh, salt or pepper? Salt. If you won the lottery, who would you call and tell first? My mom. What is something that you have always wanted? A new car. Uh, what is one person who you know can always make you laugh? Pete. If you had to live in a professional sports stadium, which one would you choose? Allegiant. Spotify or Apple Music? Apple Music. What country do you would you want to visit someday? Peru. If you were Santa Claus, whose house would you visit first? My own. Which quarterback, still playing or not, would you want to have a pick six on? Uh, for, uh Patrick Mahomes. Uh, favorite type of cheese? Gouda. Favorite t- uh, gummy bears or gummy worms? Gummy bears. Favorite pizza place? Pizza tree here. If you could put yourself in a movie, what movie would you choose and what character would you be? Uh, Ocean's 13 and Ocean. Um, what do you call it? Soda or pop? Soda. What's your favorite song right now? Myron, Lil Uzi. Uh, what's your perfect sandwich? Uh, pastrami and pepper jack. If you could invent a new animal, what would it name be and what two animals would you combine to make it? Chlion, it's a cheetah lion. Uh, what's your favorite Ivy League school? Harvard. Uh, is there a song that you can, is there a song out there that can or almost can make you cry? No. Uh, which peanut butter is superior, Skippy or Jif? Jif. What's your favorite thing to, at recess at sixth grade? Basketball. Microsoft or Apple? Microsoft. <gasps> Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies we have a tie. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick. We have a tie. You have tied <laughs> Luke for first place. You know what? Uh, Honestly, Patrick Mahomes answer didn't take me. The so way long. he was so casual about going through that, he didn't seem like rushed. And then all of a sudden, we were at like 25, and Peter did not sound anxious to get the question off. And I was like, "How much time does he have left? He could, he could do this." Um, Nick, very valiant performance. You are now tied for first, my friend. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Man, I'm kicking myself. I could have had the record if I no, didn't take so No, you did long. very, very Mahomes. well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not, I would not be disappointed at all. Um, couple. Do you, do you want to know what the first question is going to be next week? Sure. Anybody out there who is going to be on the penalty box next week, the first question to prepare yourself is: Do you say chicken fingers or chicken tenders? Tenders. 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 You don't say fingers. No. I say fingers if it's on the menu, but if it's not, I say tenders. Yeah, yeah. yeah if I'm fair. like ordering them, that just to not confuse the person or mm-hmm. anything. But uh, um, couple looking at a couple of. Answers, favorite song. I've never heard, what was it? Wait, Myron? Myron by Lil Uzi. Good song? Yeah. It's right. just the next song that's in my queue right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Peter, what's your favorite song right now? I don't have a favorite song right now. You don't have a favorite song right now? I don't know. Oh my gosh. I've been listening to a lot of my older music because the... The wrapped The Spotify rap Spotify thing came out. Mm-hmm. I think mine is probably... I don't know. It's very... Tyler Hero? No. <laughs> This is Tyler here, by the way. Yeah, what, what are you? No, it's. <laughs> I'm being trolled off the air. I'm just kidding. It's, I don't know. It's probably the mad. ones that hate me the most look just like me. Yeah, that's the only part I know. Shouldn't ever be a song. 
You tell me what that means. <sighs> um, I don't know. My bluegrass probably... girl, but she oh got my big gosh. dreams. How <laughs> do you know all the lyrics already? The song hasn't even been out that long. This is ridiculous. Um, I didn't get your answer for salt or pepper. I didn't write it down. I know salt. you said it, but salt. salt. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, larpal, and it's larpal. not a color. Larpal, and it's just purple. <laughs> so it's just pronounced wrong. We can maybe take a point off for that. No, I'm just kidding. Just renaming Gatorade drink flavor. What is yours? Cucumber lime. Cucumber lime. You I know, know I have a lot a, of people don't like it, but I really do. I have a very funny memory of you specifically, Nick, getting a purple. What is it? Purple lime? No. Cucumber, cucumber lime. lime. I don't know why I said purple lime because of the other question. Um, you bought cucumber lime Gatorade. And that was when you had your hair cut really short and you're wearing the Derek Carr jersey and you looked just like him. Yes. I have that very, like, burned into my brain. It was very funny. Um, let's see. You're a Gummy Bears guy. Ivy League School's Harvard. I know a couple people that go there. Respect. I know Trevor Scales went there. He works for ESPN. He's very funny. Um, yeah. Pete, any other answers to shout out before we... Um, I, I heard you say that Jif is the superior peanut butter. Just because I've never heard of the other brand. Skippy? No. Nope. Skip. There is. N- have you heard of? Have you heard of Skippy peanut butter? Yes. Skippy does not wow. exist in this. The state. guy with the peanut allergy knows what Skippy peanut butter is. This is the sixth show in a row that my peanut allergy has been brought up by. The I way. think we I should start a tally. We should. I mean, you already have, but like. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it's six. Yes. Yeah. In Skippy, my head. Skippy and you want to know why I put that question exist, in there? Why? Because so. me. Actually, because I saw a photo of Skippy peanut butter on my Instagram timeline for some reason. Oh, but yeah. yeah. Because me, <laughs> you'll probably see another one. Now All right, now I will. Yeah, we are not sponsored, by the way. Well, Nick, thank you so much for joining us on the penalty box. We are going to have to wrap things up, but we will be right back here, same time, same place, next week, mm-hmm. next Tuesday. Um, mm-hmm. so you don't want to miss it. Tune in. Um, and uh, yeah, Peter, final send off for the. Don't forget to drink water. Definitely drink water, especially now during finals. Drink it can get water. stressful. You might forget because you're busy studying. Yeah. Drink your water. It's uh, healthy. Let me let me play us out. Uh, okay. beatbox. Oh, oh gosh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's going to do it. Uh, take care. See you next week.